Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land since 2016, you've lent me your ears, and I really appreciate that. So we are still in, we deep at this point, we deep in our 68-day motivational podcasting marathon where we are going to talk every day and in 2023 on a healthier, happier note so that we could process, you know, how we feel about certain things that's happened with certain aspects of life so that we can look forward from a different frequency as we head into Gregorian 2024. So I wanted to, of course, talk about something today but before we get into that you can support this podcast one or four of four ways (laughs) i'll take support is a love language and a verb okay and i'm all for it so there are four ways you can support the podcast you can obviously subscribe to the spiritual homegirl podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast you can also leave a review to help me align with the people that i like to align with you can sign up for my email list and that link is in my show notes as well and you can also you know talk about it on instagram social media just make sure you tag me so i can share it with my uh, my other boo friends okay so i have been on the move and i have been consuming some cool stuff that i've been meaning to watch for a long time and one that came out very recently was the Little Brother documentary. It's called May the Lord Watch the Little Brother Story. And for those who don't know, Little Brother is a really dope or was a really dope hip hop group based out of North Carolina. And they soundtracked, whether solo or as a group, a really significant part of my life. So when I saw that my homegirl Dion, shout out to Dion, Dion saw, and she's also been a podcast guest. She talked about mental health um, some years back, but shout out to Dion. She mentioned that she had saw it and I was like, oh man, I got to catch up with that. So I made some time yesterday and I watched it. And if you have not watched it, I'm going to try not to, well, no, no. If you haven't watched it, There's a couple of spoilers in here. I mean, if you're kind of familiar with the story, there's some stuff that you're not going to know. But um, I'm going to try my best to not ruin it. (laughs) But if you're a person that's like, I don't want any spoilers and you might want to come back to this after you watch it. Okay, hopefully you come back today because I love this documentary. And I noticed that there were five lessons because y'all know I love taking things from different pieces of content. And it's not that I, I actively look for lessons or takeaways I just my brain just processes it like that it just does now what's so cold about it is when it comes to my own life it takes me longer to find the takeaways because obviously I'm processing my own experience but when it comes to other people it's always something I can take you know take things out of so when it comes to this I had five things and I said oh I want to share this with my boo friends this will make a great episode because it's a universal These are universal lessons. It's just that, you know, we saw them in a different way. So lesson number one, you never know what people are carrying. You think that because people are in groups or in relationships that they're supposed to work things out simply because they're in those things. And as outsiders, we don't really understand the dynamics of what's going on. And clearly there's some things that have come out in the press about certain folks in their relationships. And you think you knew, but you obviously didn't until you found out things that you didn't know and in this case it's the same thing you just assume why can't they just work things out why can't they just do this you you just never know what people are carrying and what people are carrying into their relationships that affect their ability to show up in those relationships Fonte shares something I'm not going to say what he shared I'm not going to spoil it 
But Fonte was carrying something himself and it affected how he showed up in the group and how he affected uh, how it affected his communication with members of the group, even within the breakup itself. So um, I thought that was interesting. Like you just never know what people are going through. Number two, appreciate those who appreciate you. And Fonte said something very profound. He said, you know, the game don't love you. He's like, if, if 100 people came out your house or came out their house and to come see you rock, they'll go rock for them 100 people. And I think in a social media age, it was super dope of him to say that because a lot of times people don't. Let me not say all because I'm not going to say all, but I know sometimes people like to assume that when I say people, it's all people. No, some people let social media dictate their behaviors in the sense where they're not showing up the way they want. For me, right, I had to figure, I had to really sit with myself and ask myself, why was I hiding my likes? And I really didn't have a good reason. I was like, am I scared of public perception? No. Am I worried about numbers and being embarrassed publicly? No. So what's the deal? Like, why are you hiding them for? What's the, what's the purpose? And I realized I didn't have any. <laughs> they have a good purpose to hide them. So I just stopped on hiding my likes. I don't care. People going to get the content, period. And even though it's a certain amount of followers and even though a certain amount of those followers see my content, there are some folks that will go out of their way to tap in with Spiritual Homegirl. And those are the ones that I want to interact with. It's not a really about I need to touch every single person. It's about I need to be interactive and I need to make sure I show up for those who are going out of their way to show up for me. That is the absolute least I could do. So hearing Fonte say that, I said, dang, Fonte, you absolutely right. You are right. Continue to show up for those who show up for you. So I thought that was great. So for some of y'all that are going through those situations too, where you're wanting a larger audience or you're wanting larger anything, um, more attention, whatever it is you got going on, make sure you don't forget about the people who may be in smaller crowd amounts that actually care about what you're doing before you completely just <laughs> throw everybody to the wayside because it's not happening in mass right and not to mention it's the long game when you love what you do you always got to play the long game and um, i'm going to talk about that later on too but number three your life can change simply by meeting one person and the little brother story is so interesting because all it really took was fonte and ninth and pool meeting up and they literally made a dream a reality all of them had different um life paths obviously but it brought them to this one place north carolina central and while they're at that college they meet each other and i think Pooh was saying you know he couldn't really imagine creating a career off of it and then once he saw it happen he was like dang so it's really like you know alignment is alignment and even though that alignment is not always permanent it will absolutely get you to where you need to go or where you want to be. So um, I thought that was really dope. Like they, it's, you know, three folks met up and then just made things happen. And there were some bumps along the way, obviously, and then a complete separation, you know, a couple of times. But at the same time, they were able to make their dream a reality and their lives have been forever changed because of that. And what I liked about it is that Fonte, even though, you know, his situation with Knight was what it was. He said he'll always love and respect Knight for them crossing paths for each other's lives to change. And I thought that was really 
loving and that to me shows and again i don't i'm not gonna act like i know the inner work because i'm only just speaking on what i saw in the documentary that to me shows loving someone through disagreement so even though there may not be a necessary you know a relationship that's necessary at that time there's still some love there regardless and i and i thought that was dope so lesson number four mentorship is super important now Pooh has been a person who had to pivot and this is not a spoiler of the documentary either, because if you've been paying attention to Little Brother and, and the different members of the group, you would know that. But what I liked about it is that Pooh realized he had to pivot from rapper to like big bro to like the mentor. And there's nothing wrong with that. Actually, that's really that's necessary. Sometimes we have to know when it's time to start paying it forward and pulling other people up. I always like the quote, a boss is not how many people or a leader. Let me say that the, the quote actually refers to there's two quotes, one about bosses, one about leaders. But the one about leaders is is in my spirit a little more. It's a little stronger. So I want to share that one. A good leader is not about how many followers they have. It's about how many other leaders they can create. And Pooh, be Pooh is an example of that. Pooh is like, yo, like I'm a rapper. Yeah. I've made my own way leader. So it's time for me now to start creating other leaders and being a resource for them. And to me, that that's how communities can thrive. If we look at it on the macro scale, right? If people really look at it as a cycle of folks pulling each other up, creating more leaders, creating more bosses, creating more successful, healthy people, then prayerfully, they should be able to pay it forward. And that's how we keep the cycle, intergenerationally speaking, going to where we can improve communities through mentorship, care, concern, and action, leadership. So I like that. That's actually probably one of my favorite lessons on this list. The last lesson is time can heal wounds if the root of the hurt can be addressed. And the reason why I put this as a lesson is because Fonse and Pooh had to really give this time in order for them to heal their bond and create a brotherhood before going back to business. But they couldn't do it just because they wanted to do it they took it slow and at a certain point they had to sit with themselves and bring to the table what it was that they were going through again lesson number one that was causing breakdowns in some of the communication and some of the dynamics of their group and of their brotherhood and I think it's applicable in our own relationships because sometimes we just want to reunite. We just want to reconcile, but folks don't really want to go there. And when I say there, I mean going to the places that require you to audit yourself, reflect and hold yourself accountable. And to understand how that affects other people. And for some people, it's too difficult. So sometimes people don't want to do the work. They don't want to reconcile. They just want to kind of keep moving forward and not address themselves and, and not realizing they're kind of putting themselves into a cyclic pattern of unhealthy relationships because they're unwilling to simply do the work and 
that takes time. I do believe in, you know, and again, this is out of the context of abuse. We're not even going to talk about that. That's not even applying to this. I think if people want to make it work and if they want to reconcile, it would take a very, hmm, it would take a mutually, it's, I mean, it's, not, it's an exhaustive list, honestly, and it would really depend on the situation. But what I can say on the most general levels, it would take a mutual agreement, a concerted effort, and a strong level of accountability and responsibility to do the accountability work in order to make sure that bond is healed. And if you run from yourself, you'll never be able to do that. So only until you address the roots of the issue could the hurt be addressed and time healing the wound. Because sometimes time is just time. Is just time. It doesn't allow you to heal. It doesn't allow you to address the root. It allows you to bury it. And then all of a sudden we start acting out and we start lashing out once that wound is uncovered. Then I had a bonus lesson. Number six. Some people close a chapter and have no desire to revisit it. So that's kind of the caveat to the last lesson. And, you know, you have to respect that. For instance, ninth. And again, I'm not going to show the, I'm not going to, let me not show. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But the way ninth was portrayed in the documentary speaks to that so much. And it is what it is. And I can relate to that as well. I can relate to number five. I, I can relate to the bonus. There are some folks where I am absolutely, there, well, there's one. There's one person I will be willing to reconcile and work things out with because the bond was so strong, but they will have to do some deep work because I was unfortunately affected by some things that they were carrying. But the bond to me was worth saving because they helped my life in so many ways. So I value that connection. There's only one person on this earth that I would be willing to do that for. Now going to the bonus, there's a whole handful of others I could leave. And I say that kindly and I say that lovingly and respectfully. There have been friends I was cool with that have reached out to me after a fallout or after they've done something hurtful. And I don't want to reconcile. It doesn't mean I'm hurt. It doesn't mean I'm bitter. It just means I've healed from the hurt. And I just don't really see the point of going backwards. I've seen what is capable. And even though folks can heal from the stuff they're carrying, it doesn't mean I have to welcome people back into my life after I've healed. And that goes for you, too. There are some folks that probably have hurt you, that probably wanted to come back and reconcile. And that energy, that whatever that synergy was that y'all had, it doesn't feel the same. It's gone. And that's okay. You don't have to look backwards if you know that that's not where you want to go. It's okay. Folks will do that all the time. And that's why I always say treat people as best you can while you have them in your life because there's going to be a point where if you don't, they will leave and you don't get to dictate how that operates once that's done. Once that disconnection happens, you don't really get to dictate the reconciliation. I know the spiritual stuff, woo -woo. respectfully, that doesn't work all the time. I can tell you from experience, folks that try to do little things here and there to force things in my life and it doesn't work. So imagine how crazy that it is to have the arrogance to think that, oh, okay, well, I can just do this, that, and the third and they'll be back and they never come back because the heart was not in the right place to begin with. That's another story. But 
what I'm saying is some folks have healed, some folks have moved on, and some folks want to continue moving forward. And that's okay. Doesn't mean that they're upset. Doesn't mean that they're hurt. Doesn't mean they're bitter. It's just a chapter of the life that, you know, that's, or for some, that might have been two books ago in their life. Some folks have lived so much life to go back to that chapter. It's like, for what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And that's okay. It's not a shot to, you know, the people that are still, you know, around or, or wanting to be around. I'm not saying that, you know, Fonse and Poor wanted to be around. I'm just saying it just kind of speaks to that. You know, they're willing to speak on a chapter of their life. And, you know, some folks may want to and some folks may not. And that's okay. So those are the lessons that I learned from this Little Brother documentary. I loved it. I'm probably going to watch it two more times because I am that kind of person. I love me a good music documentary. And this gave what it needs to give. Okay. The cinematography was on point. I loved everything about it. So with that being said, y'all, I will catch y'all tomorrow. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, boo friends, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love. Okay. I got to get my loved one ready for Bible study. So I got to go. Okay. <laughs> love y'all. Peace.